Welcome back to Urban Theology. This is a podcast brought to you by two millennial men who are brought together by the grace of God to talk about the ups, the downs, and everything in between. What's going on, my brother? Man, what's going on, my G? Hey, I'm happy to be back, man. I'm happy to be back. We had a great episode last time. It's actually one of our most listened to episodes to date, you know, so it's called Dating Experts, and we are the dating experts. And if you want to figure out why, go check out that last episode. Most definitely, man. We, we just wanted to thank y'all for tuning in to the episode. We hope that the advice we gave was encouraging and um, it helped you in one way or another. Yeah. And look, I don't ask for too much. I, well, my girl might have something different to say about that, but I don't think I ask for too much. And right now we're a new podcast and we're sitting at nine ratings in terms of the Apple platform. So if you love what you're listening to, if you like what you're listening to, if you think we're doing a great job. Please go to the Apple Podcast platform, go to our podcast, and scroll down to ratings and reviews and just leave us a five star rating, preferably. And if you don't think we're doing a good job, you can leave us whatever rating you want. You know, maybe leave a comment or two, and we would appreciate that. We're sitting at nine, and I think we're deserving a 10. You know, 2020 has been so rough. Why not lead us into the second half? going into the third quarter of 2020 with 10 ratings can god bless you can god can god touch you to do that today i think we, you can we need it so if y'all could just please do it for us we greatly appreciate it of course of course well bro i think it's your turn to lead us in prayer and just get started with the podcast so i'm gonna let you do your thing bet that um so father in jesus name um lord we just want to thank you just for your goodness your kindness and your mercy towards us um, thank you for this day that you have made. Um, we rejoice and we're glad in it. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would um, assist us in the conversations that we have today. Um, give us grace and wisdom to speak. And just, I pray for everyone listening that they're blessed by the conversation that we have. So Lord, we just want to thank you for dwelling in our midst. Um, thank you for using us. And we give you all glory. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Man, thank you for that. So let's get into how you've been since the last time. How have you been? How's your life changed? <laughs> My brother, I've, I've been good, man. Just been taking it one day at a time. Praying by God's grace this quarantine can end, bro. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious because I'm looking at you. And it, it looks like, do you trim your beard? Oh, yeah. I have my barber trim it for me. Okay. I was about to say, why, why are you? Well, I, I guess trimming it could help keep it healthy you know because sometimes it could be the uh, split ends and all that stuff right yeah and it helps with shedding bro i hate having a, a beard it's a it's annoying when i'm eating my food and i see my own beard hair in it i'm like Damn, the- i chop it regardless man it is what it is uh, man you're nasty bro <laughs> Damn, it is what it is man come on man you can't be doing that man hey, what do you do Guy, if, if it's my hair, all I do is I'll, I'll take it off of the food, even though I know so it's my own. Dirty fingers into yeah. your food, it, guy. It's not that big of a deal, bro. Man, bro, a little hair is not that big of man. All right, proceed, proceed, man. How you been? Nah, but I've, I've been good, man. Just been um taking it one day at a time. Um, I don't know if if you guys have listened to the episode of Urban Therapy. Um, been having him. I'm really good uh, sessions with my therapist, so that's been that's been good. Transparent uh, transparency moment. But overall, man, I've been I've been holding up pretty well, man. Thank God for that. What about you, bro? How you been uh, holding up, holding yourself? Bro, I've been great. I've been great. You know. Also, like you mentioned, shout out to our shout out to all the therapists. Go to our previous episode, Urban Therapy, to learn more about that. Um, it's funny because 
I guess when you're in like a relationship and everything seems to be going well, you tell your girl, I'm going to therapy. It's like, for what? Why are you going to therapy? You know, so just tread lightly, you know, but always take care of yourself. But in terms of how I've been, family's been great. Bro, the study schedule that I got going for my CFA level two, I'm actually still on pace. I, I might fall back today because every Sunday I typically give my girl some time and I forgot to study today straight up. But I mean, outside of that, I'm blessed. It's a lot of people that's that's unfortunate. A lot of people that have been affected by this coronavirus thing, whether it's loved ones. I'm just blessed. So I, I, I got no complaints at this point. Man, that's great to hear, man. We all like are just thugging it out, taking it one day at a time, just praying for the best. Mm-hmm. This, this, this this new normal is crazy, man. Just going out with the mask and running errands. And yeah, yeah. We, we just all thugging it out, man. Yeah. Bro, did, did you and your girl have a conversation about this Will Smith and uh, Jada stuff? <laughs> Bro, it's, I'm actually glad you said that. Because me and my girl, we talk about that stuff all the time. Just generally, as a rule of thumb, a life principle I live by and she lives by too is we just, we don't worship celebrities. We only, worship, we only worship God. Like, cause bro, it's the obsession our culture has with celebrities. Like I always tell people, you know, regular human beings like me and you, right? Facts. Like, whenever I see people say like, Oh, I want that Will and Jada love. Or they'd be like, I want that uh, Tiana Taylor and, and Iman Shumper love. By the way, they do threesomes inside their marriage. FYI, for all you do it, I want that type of love. Those, those, <laughs> those people are, are anyhow, anyhow. So stop, stop idolizing celebrity. Couple yeah. just, and just focus on like your life and the life you're living like the whole situation with jada will in august it's just wow like i personally don't care i don't care to have like watch watch that awkward thing I only watch a few minutes of it yeah. will have looked so uncomfortable bro like facts bro honestly me and my girl talked about it and it was brief because i just thought it was evil i just thought everything about it was the devil everything is okay you have this story that is based on deceit that is so entertaining you feel me like everybody's looking at this and it's just oh i could i could make a discussion out of this i could do this there's some people who are like hey it's their marriage you know that's just what they do and i'm like yo this is just the devil working to normalize some really ugly things you know like you should never there's no excuse to invite anybody in your marriage sexually, no excuse. But you gotta think of this too, bro. The culture doesn't view marriage the same way we, we view marriage, right? Just kind of what, what we believe it was created for, um, the institution of marriage. So if you have marriage without God, you can invite whatever you want in it because God is not involved in the marriage. So that's I, a fact. And that's what you see in Hollywood and a lot of these like famous couples and those type of situations. Bro, that is a fact. And shout out to Moses. Moses, I, I don't know his Instagram name. I, I typically just go into Instagram and type Moses and then the, the verse of the day pops up or the Bible reading of the day. But I was reading, I, I'm following the July Bible challenge and I was reading from 2 Timothy. And speaking of what we're talking about today as far as how like marriage without God and it can just contain all these other things, um, there's a scripture that I wanted to go to. And this is impromptu, but I thought it was just fitting. So 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 and 4, it says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust, they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. You know, so I look at it like you got a bunch of people who they got some stuff wrong with them. 
and they're using Will and Jada to justify whatever's wrong with them. You know, things that they should be saying, hey, I rebuke this. They're saying, oh, wait, there are people that are, that are like me. So it's, hey, man, look, we're just going to continue to pray for the world. You know, we're here to talk about a different subject, but that's just something that's been floating around. And we wanted to touch on that before we got into our main topic of the day. Yeah, most definitely, man. And I, and I think today's topic, I think everyone is going to enjoy it. Um, a lot they of enjoy it. Uh-uh. No, nah, no, nah, they will. But I think a lot of the topics we we talk about are very like um, transparent, but also very like day to day life. Like we're yeah. talking about, like you said, two millennial men just talking about our lives. So today's discussion, y'all y'all will enjoy it. Yeah. So we are talking about friendship today. All right. Everybody likes to have friends. You're lying if you don't like to have friends okay it feels good when your birthday comes up and everybody's posting you in your story like oh shout out to my man shout out to my girl it feels good and then you take their post and you post it on yours and say oh look at all my friends these people don't have as many friends as me Boo-hoo. so everybody loves friends all right but there's an issue with having friends that don't have your best interest having friends that have ulterior motives, these things happen. So we're going to talk about friends today, and we're going to talk about our experience with friendships. So I guess to even start off, let's go into our friendship. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say we had another friend, a mutual friend that we were introduced by, and we were in totally different places. You know, this was like, this was the height of our party days, I would say. You know, I, I, I traveled over to Frostburg. I was, I, I, look, I had plans, all right? I had plans when I was going over to Frostburg. I'm trying to have a good time. My main guy was, was going to Frostburg, and you happened to be his friend, and that's how we became friends. So we became friends. What would you, why would you say? Was it just because of the mutual friend, or what would you say? So, obviously, like, we met through the mutual, the mutual friend. Yeah, and we also um, connected um, after, like after I graduated, like after um, we left Frostburg, and we still maintained a pretty cool um, friendship because we would see each other in passing whenever we would like, you know, kind of talk and yeah. just talk life. We were always on the same wavelength, like the same. And um, mentality. I will say, you kind of had a brief career as a comedian. I don't know. I don't know if you're still on that, but you you were at one point. It was like, yo, this guy. Anytime you're around him, it's like jokes flying around, you know? So that was another thing where it's like, we just, we just became good friends. Nah, I felt like it was also very organic. It never felt forced. Like we was low-key cool from the jump. Like it was never like any like um, animosity or any like anything like that. And I think what got us closer was us looking for this mutual friend. Cause there was one time I went to Frostburg and this mutual friend went missing. And it's like, yo, where is this guy? And we just had to find this guy. Yeah, we're, we're usually, we usually work together in that regard. Son, let, let's not go into, let's not go yeah. into that. Yeah, let's but, that so let's talk about the criteria for friendship. Um, how do you think that's changed over the years as far as you meet somebody and it's like, okay, do I consider them a friend or not? So like with friendship, there's like different, different ways. People have different ideas on um, how you become friends, how you accept friends. But like friends is just like any other relationship, right? Even like your romantic or whatever, just it's a type of relationship, right? Even just with like friends, usually there's like a feeling out phase where you kind of just feel um, the person out. And I, and I think with like, with friendship, the way it develops in the early stages is you just, you're getting, taking the time to get to know 
um, this person, oh, see if they're cool, you know what I'm saying? See if you guys have things in common. And even if you don't have things in common, you know, that's okay. It's more so kind of like looking for um, a common ground. And also, like, you as a person, you got to understand, like, what is the most important thing to you for this potential friendship that may happen, right? Because every friendship we have, there's something important that's keeping you and that person friends. Yeah. And I just want to let the listeners know, I am going to abuse Raheem because off the mic, we have some of the most brilliant conversations ever. And I'd be like, yo, hold that, bottle that up. Yo, bottle that up, hold it. We're going to have a podcast and it's going to be boom. Just all. So look, I want to make sure people know, like I'm putting you on the spot. Yo, don't be talking all talk that stuff you was talking outside of outside of the podcast <laughs> I, mean, I mean i was i was gonna save it but uh, okay um, no 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 I'm, I'm not pressuring i'm just joking oh, okay. oh, I'm, I'm, i got it for later don't worry we get to that point i'm, I'm gonna drop yeah. that, that gem but fam peep this though i feel like the word friend is thrown around so loosely you know like i'll tell you the truth i'm close friends on instagram with a lot of people i'm not friends with like why are you putting me in this little green circle when i'm not really friends with you, Ooh, you? <laughs> the most random people be adding me to their close friends i'm like you think of me like that oh man yeah and honestly i think it's the same way in like real life you have some people where you could just say hi or you could just you know Maybe just have just a passing, passing by conversation. And it's like, oh, that's my friend. And it's not like I want to be enemies with you, but I think it takes a little bit more. Like you said, there's a filling out phase, right? Okay, what do you believe in? What are you passionate about? Um, what's your track record on X or Y or Z or whatever it is? You know, and when I think of a friend, I would say early on, it was more so like early on, I would say in like high school, undergrad, and maybe a little bit after undergrad, it was, do you like doing the things that I like to do? You know, it was simple as that. I like to play ball. If you can hoop, hey, get on board. Like, yeah, you, you, my, you my guy. It was good. If you like to go out to the clubs and party, like to drink a little bit, oh, yeah, you my guy. You know, then as I started to get older, for me, my whole thing was, okay, I just want to serve God. And then it was difficult for me because now you have – some old friends that you've carried along with you and then you have some new friends and it's like, well, a lot of these people have some cachet with me, but I don't know if they're on the same page with me. So over the years it changed to, okay, I just want to serve God and you know, whoever wants to serve God, Hey, you can be my friend. But then I also was at a point where I had some old friends where it's like, Hey, I still want to be there for them. You know? So it's not like they're, it's not like they're bad people, but, you know, just they weren't on the same track as I was, you know, so I, I have those friends. I'll be honest. I still have those friends, you know, and I, I keep them around. Not so close. It's not like we're best of friends. They're still there. And any opportunity I get, I'll try and minister to them. And they've also helped me in some way, shape or form. Let's say I was moving or something. Maybe they could help me move and things like that. But I think where I'm at now, where I've progressed to is, when I call you a friend, I feel like you can help me spiritually. Nah, that's, that's real. Like, even for me, um, the, the kind of the phase that I'm in now, but just it, it took time for me to get, to get to a point where I could um, have my friends in, like, different um, circles because all of, them are point, all of them are important, right? So I'd probably say, like, 
I was on the same wavelength as you, right? So like high school, college, and like a little bit after college, friendship was just based on commonality. Are we cool? You cool? Yeah. I'm cool. And you know, and you know, with men, our friendships are they can be shallow. They can be. Oh, like, of course. Like, Let's not get into that. Yeah, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to incriminate like, myself. Like it don't take. Oh, that's my man's. We yeah. play basketball together. Or we work out. We go to the gym. That's my guy. We play right. video. We play video games together. That's my guy. Like we don't. We don't need much to to strike like like a bond, right? But um, it gets to a point where like um, depending on how your life um changes, your your friendships will change, right? So for me personally, right, I have friendship based on like kind of like different buckets, and they're all important to me, right? So I have friends that help me um grow spiritually, keep me I'm accountable in like you know my spiritual life, right? That also have friends who are like. Um, I would say like career-driven, um, uh, career-driven entrepreneurship type, right? Those keep me accountable, like in my career, right? And just being yeah. like everything I should be um, in, 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 my, in my career, right? Then there's also like the close, intimate friends that are like family, which are the people that, you know, I'm doing life with, right? The people that know um, my business or even the people that know, you know, things about me that can encourage me, people that can um, tell me the truth about me, right? But also people that can, help me when I'm at my lowest, right? And each of those categories of friends are important to my life. I'm nothing without like, each of those um, sets of friends. But even like learning that, it took time to learn how to put people in the right categories of friendships, right? So yeah. that, that way you're, you're utilizing all of the um, friendships that you have in your life the right way. Hmm. Interesting. Random question, do you cry to your friends anytime? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I have. I mean, I, I have friends that I vent to, like, yeah, like, bro, like, this is what's going on. Because you, 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 those friends are the like the most handy for just when you're going through life sucks sometimes, bro. So you need those friends, to, the ones that's always going to answer for you. Yeah, bro, I, I'm not going to lie. I have friends that I vent to, but I be joking around too much. So if they catch me crying, it's, it's going to be blackmail. It's going to be like, yeah. hey, I remember. So I try not to, you know break down in front of my friends but i think my friends would be open to me just venting and it's just raw emotions like if at any time you break down it is what it is you know yeah so i guess as men and also we're in relationships how do you feel about having woman friends and i'm not talking about old friends that happen to be women i'm talking about you meet somebody and they seem cool so I'm always like that, that can be like a weird gray area. Right. Yeah. In the sense that I'm okay with the friends that I, that I, that I've had to this point that um, our friendships are solid. Um, like tested. these are yeah tested. And like, these are people that, that you trust genuinely as your friends. Right. Um, it's not that I don't, I don't trust myself, but I don't really see the, it's not that I don't see the benefit, but, if I don't, if you, if you already haven't been in my life, I don't know if, if I need to add more people into my life, if that, if that makes sense. You, do, you kind of, do, you get, do you get where I'm coming from, bro? Um, bro, I, I, I'm there. I'm right with you. Yeah. And I feel like if I had a friend, and of course, it would have to be always platonic. Of if course. If ever messed around, you could be the best person you are today, but it's just, I don't want to have that conversation with my girl. I'm not, oh, hey, this happened back in the day, but now, <laughs> hey, I'm good, okay? And this has nothing to do with who you are. You can be the best person ever. I wish you the best, you know? Now, in terms of new friends, I feel like I can have new 
woman friends as long as you cool with my girl. You know, if my girl knows you and she's cool with you, I'm like, hey, we could be cool. I, I don't want to be rude, but I don't need any more women friends. The, <laughs> oh. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Like the ones. Messy that, him. No, relax. <laughs> no. The ones that I, that I already have now, try, t- try, tested and true. That's, that's my people. And I got my girl. I don't need, you know, no offense. It's just like, keep, like you said, keep it, even keep it strictly business or platonic. But just keep keep it at that. Facts. I like what you said. Keep it strictly business because I, I I saw something about Mike Pence. Mike Pence, the VP guy, and he basically was saying he won't go to dinner with any woman unless his wife is there. But in his capacity as vice president, what if you have a diplomat that's a woman that you need to meet with to conduct business? You know, that's that's short sighted. Are you going to because you don't feel comfortable not handle business. So with me, I'm in finance. If I have to do a consultation and you're a woman, oh, feel free, btoconsult.com. I need some money. But I'm just joking around. But all that to say, if it's business, I have no problems. I think as a woman, you have worked hard to get to wherever you need to. I'm not going to stop you from getting anywhere because, you know, I, I have a girl. No, but if it's extracurricular activities, like, oh, yeah, we're friends. Oh, come to the happy hour. And you got to send the invite to my girl. You know, if she, if she, and. By the, by the way, I wouldn't say it's necessarily all the way bad. As long, like, in that context, as long as you had other people. Like, there was other people, like, you knew that were yeah. there. So, so like, like, you're not just going Facts. into that situation. Facts. I'm talking about one-on-one. On one. Oh, no, nah, heck no, 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 no. Yeah. And I, I, I'll tell you the truth. With my girl, nine times out of ten, if. You know, this is like, I, I, I trust the judgment. You know, I, I trust the judgment. And I just feel like if we're really that cool, you should have no problem saying, oh, yeah, like you and your girl can come. Like, it is what it is. I mean, but look, I'm all, I, all I'm going to say is, is the second half of 2020, I'm dealing with enough. I don't really, if it's anything extracurricular, I'm good. Do you know what, do you know what the word is for this? Oh my goodness. You know what I'm gonna say. We don't want any entanglement. No. We don't want any entanglement. We don't want it. No I, was entanglement. Hoping, no entanglement. I was hoping we was gonna get through the episode without it, but uh, no, it, it's very fitting. It is very fitting, you know, because apparently Aug was a friend. You know, Aug was a friend that turned into more. You know, so yeah, no entanglements for the rest of 2020, 2021, and, and beyond. Okay, none of that. Bam, that is funny. So now we've talked about you know certain criterias, certain boxes that you know could we could apply to our friends. What about the people who they gotta get out the bucket? What about the people where we've kind of outgrown them? What about the people that we feel are dangerous to us? What happens to those people? So, in the in the dangerous, like if they're they're dangerous to you, whether it is like. Um, sp- spiritually um maybe physically or mentally like potentially as a friend i think in certain cases you don't really need the explanation right you can kind of just you could kind of kind of i'm not gonna say ghost but you can kind of just gradually pull yourself toxic today relax bro (laughs) you can you can you can gradually pull your pull yourself away right but i think in in other contexts where you kind of are like drifting drifting away right you can have a conversation where you just like not that it's any hard feelings, but it's like you know what I kind of feel like we're going in um, different directions, right? Life-wise or 
um, whether it's values or whatever the case may be, like you, you, you feel um, the drift. I feel like there's a way you can have that conversation where you're not unnecessarily hurting the person's feelings, but you're just making it clear, like, um, to this point, this, this friendship isn't serving me the way um, that it was in the future. And I don't believe that I can serve you um, the best way I was then, just because y'all are heading in different directions. Now, that conversation is uncomfortable. I feel like a lot of people in our generation don't really have those conversations. You know what I'm saying? That is very true. People, people don't like breakups. People love to just, hey, I'm going to just ghost. And the issue with that is a breakup could actually cause people to mend. You know, like if I, if I come to you and I'm like, yo, Raheem, X, Y, Z isn't working, man. You doing this, you doing that. Sometimes things happen and you're not so much aware. You might not be aware that some things that you say to me brush me in a certain type of way. But because we don't speak on it, we just continue to carry on. It finally gets to a point where these friends are beefing so much. And then it's like this big fight. And at that point, it's just lost. Like it's no civil and calm conversation. Isn't it wild that not communicating or speaking to your friends leads to more like blowups and even just animosity because one part one party thinks everything is straight, y'all cool, everything's humming along. What meanwhile the other person feels some type of way and hasn't said anything, isn't saying anything about it. So y'all get to a point, like like you were saying, where there's this blow up and it's kind of hard to rectify the situation at that point. You know what I'm saying? Everything is just out in the open at that point. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's wild. And you just stop and think, like, you guys loved each other. You know, like, there, there's some friends that you have where you genuinely love them and you want their best interest. And it just spirals into, yo, I don't like this guy. Like, he irks me. Like, I can't stand this guy. And you know the crazy thing with friendship? I think sometimes you want good for people, but you cannot force, you can't force what you want on people, right? Even in friendship, you got to just let people do their thing, take their lumps and bumps. Like, same thing with us. People can't do anything for us. Well, not that they can't do anything for us, but there's, a certain, there's certain things we kind of have to just go through them, right? And friends can't do all of that for us. So I think that's another challenge that a lot of us face in friendships as well. Yeah, and you know, friendship now, you could not like somebody's post and it could be like, hmm, what's really going on here? Like, he's liked all my other posts. What's really going on? So I think that communication really, really hurts. That, that piece where it's missing, it really hurts because now one, one, one week, two weeks where you don't talk to somebody, you could go online and you could see them leaving a comment on somebody's page or something and you'd be like, I just posted something, no? Like, why didn't they, why didn't they come? And it could be something where maybe this person, maybe this person is going, maybe this person has been sick. Maybe this person has an exam. Maybe this person got furloughed. You never know. And that missing communication piece then leads to this bigger void. And before you know it, you guys blocking each other, unfriending each other. And it's, for what? You, you want to know a great example of everything we're talking about? Um, one of our favorite shows, Insecure, they explored that. Yeah between like Molly and, and Issa and just the uh -huh. dynamics dynam dynamics of friendship, right? And what I loved about the season is that's very real, right? On, on one end, you have someone like Issa. By the way, who I relate to her, I'm the type where I avoid, I avoid conflict, even if it's not like, it's not gonna help me, right? And, and you have other people too, right? On, on the other end, Molly, where you feel some type of way, but you won't open your mouth and say what's wrong, right? 
and, yeah. and you saw what happened in that scenario. So I think that's a perfect example of everything we've been that we've been talking about. Hey man, who better? Urban theology. We can give you so many different avenues. We out here breaking down insecure for you. Come on, man. Who better out here, man? Make sure you leave us that tenth rating. And if you're feeling real good, tell your friend to leave us that eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah, man. So, how do you feel about having friends, but having foolish talk with friends? Because I'll keep it a buck with you. There's some friends that I have where I'm like, I leave a conversation thinking to myself. Did I just waste 20 minutes of my time talking about some random dumb stuff that's not really going to add nothing to me? So, by the, by the way, I feel like in friendship, um, we should have room to have those dumb conversations. Like, I like that. Yeah. Like we, there, there should be, um, it's not every time we serious, 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 right? I think like in, in, in our friendships, we should have some room for that, right? But also on the flip side, I think like our friendship should be pouring. We should, our friendship should be pouring into us a lot and we should be pouring a lot into the other person as well, right? It's, it should be going back and forth. I think that should be the majority of your friendship with room, right, for the jokes and even just the careless talk every once in a while. But it's, that's the best way to keep um, your friendship balanced. Now, on, on the flip side, if it's all just foolish talk, just for me personally, that can be draining because it's like, dog, this is not doing anything for me. Like, what? Yeah. like those those type of conversations um, over a long period of time don't really do much much for you. It can be, it can be draining. To me, it's draining. I don't know about you. Oh yeah, bro. Look, and I'm I'm gonna call him out. But the thing is, he's a friend of mine because we do talk about other things. But I have this one friend. You know him, Manny. Me and Matt. Manny will call me out the blue and start freestyling. And look. It's something that we used to do a lot back in the day, and I'll just get caught up freestyling. I'm like, yo, what am I doing? <laughs> I don't have a mixtape coming out. <laughs> I'm not studying new raps. I just be freestyling off the blue. But in his defense, me and Manny do talk about different things. We talk about money. We talk about our relationships. And he's, he's, a, he's a friend of mine. you know. But there are conversations where we'll have, and I'll be like, I just spent 20 minutes freestyling about August will J. I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't want to do but, this. But but sometimes you need that. Even sometimes no. you need that. Sometimes it's so random, and it will give me a break from the craziness going on in my day. So I do appreciate that a lot of times. And sometimes it's also like, fam, I don't want to. I don't want to freestyle today. Yeah. Sometimes, I you know. you, yeah. So I mean, I I think right now we've gone over some different phases of of, of friendship. What about rekindling a friendship you know sometimes you let fr friendships fall wayside i mean have you ever been in a spot where you felt compelled to i n not like you've done anything wrong per se but you just felt compelled to like yo i need to go to this person and and, and make sure that our friendship is is on good terms so i had i had a situation like that somebody that i was really really close with in college right we um we had a falling out like maybe like you my, do? nothing i didn't really do anything it was just it was just this person didn't value me as a friend ah like i was basically like always there for that person basically always having that person's back even when this person like like messed up or whatever the case may be and we had we had a we had a falling out it'd be like maybe like my end of my sophomore year you know end of my sophomore year or so or yeah end of my sophomore year start of start of junior year or whatever but that person maybe like if i remember yeah this was like my senior year this person actually ended up apologizing to me 
And then a year, maybe like a year went by. And then after a year, we were we reconnected on Facebook. Yeah. And and they, they sent another apology, just like, you know, kind of really just like expressing everything. And like for me, I'm the type, I just don't hold, I don't hold things over people, people's heads. If you say right. you're sorry and you mean it, yo, you good in my book. And we just reconnected and it's been, it's been, it's been cool. Like we still message on Facebook. We still talk. I, we share memes and stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, like I, I wish him happy father's day. He's married now and got, got two nice. kids. Nice. And, and um, it's just in a way, like just a way better cordial, cordial place or whatever. And I, I, that was one friendship that I thought would never be like um, rekindled or we would ever be like cool or whatever. And it was just kind of cool to see um, this person realized realize what they did wrong make it right and we like we just picked off like nothing nothing happened right so for me that's just an example of a friendship that i was able to rekindle and everything was was better actually after you know taking that space yeah i think for me i'm i I don't hold things to heart like things happen and also with my character i'm just the type of person where I could probably go go a couple weeks without speaking, but I'm not beefing with you. I don't have any issues with you. It's just I be trying to get stuff done. I be trying to get stuff out the way. And sometimes people see that as, oh, he don't really bang with me. So friendships do fall wayside, but I don't I don't have no pride. Like I'll pick up the phone and I'll be like, yo, what's been good with you? I'll pick up the phone, I'll I'll, I'll text you out the blue. I think for me, the area where I want to work on in terms of I wouldn't even say rekindling friendships but more so strengthening friendships i meet some dope people and we connect at that moment and then i fall into this place of i don't want to call them when i need something but then again i also don't like the hey hope everything's well and it's just like oh yeah fluff. I'm good. You know, the, the fluff the fluff. Yeah, the, the fluff so i fall into that category of yeah i don't want to seem phony and just be like yo i need a favor you know can you hop on the podcast with me. But then I also don't want the fluff. So I can, I can, I can do a little better with, sometimes you got to endure the fluff. Because the fluff, even though it seems like it doesn't do anything, you never know where that could go. A, how are you doing today could lead to a two-hour conversation where somebody was waiting for, for somebody to reach out and say, yo, tell me something. Tell me, tell me what's going on. You know, so even though the fluff, I don't like it, I just have to do a better job of like the the new people I meet. I just got to fluff them up a little bit, you know? <laughs> of course, man. I mean, you don't want to just come out, come out swinging like, Hey, I, I need something. Man. You want to, yo, you got that discount on the, on the, on the sneakers. Yo. <laughs> it's like, you just want to build a rapport. Like you want to be able to let them know like, Hey, like I'm not just coming to you um, because of this. Like I genuinely want to get to, to know you. Everything else is just an added benefit. Facts. Well, bro, let's get into some scripture. I got a scripture that talks about how I want my friends to be. So I'm going to go to the book of Luke, the book of Luke. I got an uncle named Luke and he lives in Florida. Not Uncle Luke. I I was about to say, bro. (laughs) No, he lives in the the calmer parts of, of Florida. And he, he's such a cool and great influence on my life. But I'm going to the book of Luke, chapter 5, verse 17. And I'm going to read from the NIV version today. So 5, verse 17. I'm going to do 17 and 18. All right. So one day Jesus was teaching 
and Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven. I love that passage because every time I read it, I think, man, I, I need some friends that's going to tear down the roof for me. You know, I need some friends where I am paralyzed, when I can't move, when I'm in the gutter, when I'm, when I get discouraged by work, when I get discouraged by how hard this exam is, I need some people who are going to break down my door and be like, yo, we, we, we know you need help. We're going we gonna to help you out. We're going to put you on our backs and we're going to help you out. You know, so that verse, I think that that's one of my favorite verses when I think about friends. I need some people that's going to put me on their back and carry me and pray for me and, and, and have my best interest in mind. Man, the, the verse you shared was, was dope. Because it just makes me think of just how that Bama was paralyzed. And he had no other way to, to get to Jesus. And his, his man's like, you know, we're going to get you in here by any means necessary. And we all just, we all need people like that, that Man, are going to push and help. They were good friends by just taking him to the, the place where Jesus was. If they would have been like, fam, it's sold out. We ain't got no, we ain't got no move. Yep. They climbed on top of the roof. Like they're going to jail, you know? So they were willing to go to those lengths to bring them in front of Jesus, you know? And that, those are the type of friends I want. And I do have some really good friends that I consider will tear down some roofs for me, you know? Man, me too, bro. Me too, man. Let me, um, let me hop in my scripture uh, real quick. I'm going to be sharing from 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33. And this is a very famous, popular verse. Um, but, and it says, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. And right, whenever I, whenever I read that and, and I see it in scripture, it just reminds me, I'm just personally to always be taking personal inventory of my friendships and my circle, mm -hmm. right? Just so I can be able to spot um, potential bad seeds or just um, company that I'm keeping that may potentially be no good for me, right? And just kind of draw myself back or just kind of look for a way to kind of gracefully hit that exit and just kind of kind of um, keep it moving. Um, it's just very important for, for my life and moving forward just to avoid individuals that are no good for um, my growth and just for, for where I'm headed in life. Yeah, man. So we hope this podcast has provided value. Um, we thank you for tuning in. And if I come on this podcast next week and I don't have that 10th rating, argh, man, we, we, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. <laughs> I don't want to see that happen. So, so rate us. No, but honestly, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, my name is Toby, one half of the Urban Theology Podcast. You can follow me at Long Live Toby on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow the podcast at Urban Theology underscore. Um, make sure you continue to subscribe to us. We're on Spotify. We're also on the Apple Podcast platform. If you want us on any other platform, let us know. We can make accommodations. I think I could even go ahead and add us to Google Play. You know, just anybody who's Googling podcasts and whatnot. But just make sure you're subscribing to us. Leave us ratings. Leave us reviews. And I'm thankful for you tuning into the show. 
And we love y'all. We appreciate y'all holding us down. And uh, just keep showing us the love. And you can find me on um, Instagram at rice underscore and underscore stew. Um, follow our Urban Theology podcast page and just keep showing us love. And we'll catch y'all next week. Yeah, episode nine is a wrap. Episode 10 next week. Make sure you're there because that's going to be a special episode because we got some news for y'all next week. So make sure you yeah. tune in. So we catch y'all next week. All right, peace. Peace.